You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Oh, baby. Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up to the max, Kale. Turn it up to the max. <laughs> that was that was the max, apparently. Oh, oh. <laughs> there it was. Was, it's over now. All right. All right, it's over. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into the DNVR Nuggets podcast. <laughs> My DraftKings Sportsbook. Of course, make sure you use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. We got a hell of a show. Up. We got a hell of a show coming up. We got some breaking news into the show whoa, whoa. before we started that we will get to in one second. We're going to talk Eurobasket. We're also going to talk about how the Nuggets are getting slept on. Nico Jokic getting slept on again, guys. Oh, my I'm God. Surprised. You don't say. You don't I say. I can't wait to get to that segment of the show. Wow. Let me introduce my panel. Uh, coming to you from DNVR HQ in front of just a gorgeous background. It's Adam Morris. Fellas, I'm telling you, my vibes have been up since we got back from Serbia. They've just been so up. I love all of you. Let's have a great show. Love to hear that. Coming to you from a semi-disclosed location, as as Alexander put it in the comments, it's Brendan Vote. Hey, guys, I'm back. Not without one final hurdle, though. Flight was delayed five hours last night. Got in real late. Got in real late, but we made it. I'm here back in the homeland, the real homeland, Denver, Colorado. He, he got back so late, he didn't even have time to button his shirt up. He did, or brush his hair. He or take his hour, so or like, hey, Be yourself, dude. Don't don't let me talk you into buttoning This is just here. one button on this shirt. That's part of why I like it so much, I think. We might get a little it's, it's, it's designed to have a deep V like that? That's right. Just in the design? Oh, yeah. It's for Love fellas it. like me. Love it. Like I said, we got a lot to get to, but right off the bat, just before we went live, Big breaking news concerning your Denver Nuggets. Kale, I just sent you the tweet there. I don't know if you have it to pull it up, but we need like some air horns. We need a, some breaking news music. We need something because this is big, guys. This is big. The Nuggets have hired their next G League coach. He replaces Jason Terry. Who, who would it be? Andre Miller. <laughs> Let's go. You guys go. Hey, man. Harrison, in all sincerity, I've said this before on the show to people that have been really paying attention. Andre Miller is one of my top five favorite nuggets of all time. One of my top yeah. five favorite nuggets. Great player. Tough as nails. I don't know how he's going to be as a coach, guys. I'm going to be honest about this. We'll talk about it in a bit. But as a player, Andre Miller was – he, he missed like three games in his entire career. That guy, he's like tough as nails. 
talks, yeah. you know, can talk some trash. Great point guard, ridiculously high IQ. One of the 10 best lob throwers in the history of the game, the history of the game. Uh, and at one point in time, George Carl called him a top 10 point guard all time. Now that right. was right. I remember that. Yeah. That was that we're in the era of point guards. So like the last 10 years, a lot of good point guards have come through, but Andre Miller, an underrated player all time, an underrated nugget. And I honestly, God, I'm so happy. He's going to be the guy that's, uh, running the G league over there. The, the How'd you grade this higher vote? The thing about bringing former players in and they got this right with Terry, you got to make sure they want to do it, right? It's it's a grind. Coaching is a full-time grind that not every former player who stepped into it has been 100% prepared for. I know that piece of criteria um, is important to the front office. So by greenlighting this, I would imagine they've done their due diligence there and they expect someone who's ready to take this, this position on full-time the way Jason Terry did. So really exciting hire. Got to imagine this is a guy even younger players know about, respect, are willing yeah. to look into. And, and I, wonder, I actually wonder that. Fans. I wonder what his respect level is for, I mean, you know, guys like Colin Gillespie and Jack White. Like hmm. Andre Miller was a great player. Is he known to 18, 19, 20-year-olds? I know those yeah. guys are a little older, but is he known to those guys? I don't know. I feel like Jason Terry is much more well-known to those guys than Andre I agree. Miller. Okay. Because um, he became a foe to LeBron James, like he yeah, he because he was prior to that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But I love this hire. This is just like a sick hire. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> this, is, this is a hire that it's gets nice. the people going. You know, it's nice. Yeah, it's a nice hire. Um, I feel like, like you said, vote Andre Miller is going to bring a lot of the same qualities to this job as Jason Terry did in terms of being a former player, being a former guard who played a long long time in this league um a guy who figured out how to be in some coaches minds like you said i'm a top 10 point guard of all time without being athletic or like having the most perfect measurables like he just played his way and had an incredible nba career so i, I just feel like from a player coach relationship standpoint he's going to bring so many things that jason terry did to the table and guys are going to love playing for him. I, I feel like just the chemistry is going to be perfect with this hire. I strong agree. And also, you know, I, Jason Terry was a really cool hire as well and did great, got hired. You know, clearly that was the right pick. He had no connection to Denver. And I don't think that you have to. You can't just hire guys that are in your own family tree, especially if you're the Nuggets. The family tree, not exactly the most gorgeous oak tree that we've ever seen. Not, yeah. not exactly a sequoia of, of talent. But nonetheless, if you do have an opportunity like this, I do like this idea of keeping it in the family when possible. And Andre Miller, to me, is among the top of, of the list of players from my generation, you know, that I, that I look at. And tell you a quick Andre Miller story, guys. Number Please. one, I don't know if people know this. Andre Miller's um, reputation is that you don't mess with him. Andre Miller never got messed with in his NBA career for various reasons. But one of them is just because he's an absolute stone cold killer as a person. And like the type of guy that you, you if you're going to bark at him, you better be ready to bite because he's going to bite right back. And so because of that, his reputation preceded himself and nobody would ever mess with Andre Miller. He's tough as nails in that regard. Um, but another story that I think is funny. I remember this was like Goran Dragic's early part of his career. 
And I'm sitting courtside. I got courtside tickets from like, like my uncle got them and brought me to them. I'm young. You know, at this time, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm in college or high school or what, or what it is. Goran Dragic is a rookie or somewhere close. And at the end of the game, it's a close game. Rockets at Denver. Andre Miller just starts taking over and going at Goran Dragic. And he will not shut up. Poor Goran Dragic, I thought was going to cry on the court because Andre Miller kept scoring on him and kept yelling at what a scrub he was as he did the whole time. And I'll always remember because when you're up in the Raptors, you don't see any of that. You don't hear any of that. And Andre Miller, he had that high, real high-pitched voice, like super, super high-pitched voice. And he would just every time walk down and be like, oh, not again. And I just go and score. And then he'd look at the coach and tell him this guy's a bum, get him off the court. And I just remember being like, Andre Miller, ultimate badass. <laughs> and poor Drag yeah. will leave the game. He is the ultimate badass. Um, I was just thinking about the players he's going to be coaching. I mean, we know three of the guys he's going to be coaching, the three guys on Exhibit 10 deals. One of them's Colin Gillespie. And, like, Colin Gillespie, he's already tough as nails. Like, and having Andre Miller as a mentor, as a coach, as a guy who's he who he's going to be interacting with every day, I feel like that's going to be great for his development, like Colin Gillespie specifically. I remember when Nuggets hired Jason Terry, and, you know, they were thinking about, Maybe Bones Highland was going to be in the G League for a lot of last season. That didn't end up happening. But I think one of the thoughts there was, oh, we can hire Jason Terry, a 6'3 guard who was really able to just have this long and successful NBA career. Imagine the wisdom he could put down to Bones Highland and just some of the guards that we ran through Grand Rapids. Now you look at like Colin Gillespie, I just think he's going to really benefit from, from having Jason Terry there and just learning from him and, bouncing stuff off of them every day. So I'm hyped. I'm hyped about the hire. Absolutely hyped. How do we think he'll be as a coach? Because here's the, here's the one thing I'll, th I'll say basketball IQ. He's right there, man. Like Andre Miller was a, the professor. He was, he was a basketball genius. He really was as, as a passer and, and, and everything a leader, all of those things. I don't, I think he has a short fuse. I don't know him personally. I just am going off of what I've heard, you know, in conversation and yeah. I and I think he's a no nonsense guy, and I and in the NBA in particular, I know the G League coaches probably get a little more leeway to be hard on guys because those guys are hanging by a thread, like they don't have the money and power to push back too often. But I do wonder, like the patience of it all, is the thing I'm going to be most interested to see because I know he has the mind for it, he has the toughness, but does he have the patience to like really connect with these guys in ways that is pushing them, but also understanding what they need? To me, that would be the most interesting question for him. Um, cause his personality type, he doesn't suffer fools easily. Yeah. And the nuggets, you know, granted that G league team, it's not like it's full of, I don't know. I'm not I'm, what, future prospects loaded with potential or something that maybe think of themselves as stars, except for, I don't know, Peyton Watson. How does he respond to a guy like Andre Miller? That'll be mm. something to well, follow. actually interesting. You've mentioned this and that's interesting to me, both LA guys. I think Andre Miller, I'm not sure. I don't remember if he's from Compton or Inglewood or I can't remember exactly. So forgive me, but he, he's from there. Okay. Um, and so Peyton Watson, you know, obviously coming from LA, I think is Peyton Watson, Long Beach. I can't remember where it was, but yeah. either way, yeah. there's an LA connection there that maybe is, is part of the attraction. But if he is a coach that, you know, think young Malone, right. That short fuse is willing to get up into you and coach you. I think there's a lot of guys on that roster that will respond well to it. If Christian Brown is with the G League team at any point, although I don't expect him to spend much time there, but he's the kind of guy you could coach him hard. I'm sure. 
So mm-hmm. we, it's hard to know, man. It's hard to know. A commitment to the gig, patience with the gig. Those are things you can't know for sure about a former player. But I think, like you said, the IQ, the cachet, like the ingredients are there. And also it appeals to the fan base, which it the idea of connecting this G League team to the Nuggets, I think, is important. And it's kind of fun. It's a fun way of doing it with like, look, there's this beloved former Nugget here who's involved. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Love the hire. 10 out of 10. I, I don't know who was involved in this. It was Cal- Calvin Booth 100%. Did Michael Malone have any thoughts into it? Like, I don't know. I think I think we'll find out. But um, I do love the hire. I do love yeah, the hire. I'm into it. All well, right. We also... I, want to, I just want to ask, is there another nugget that you could see join the assistant oh. set? Like, can we go especially to the under? Are we Bird Birdman? <laughs> he's in Denver. I think he's say, looking he for something around. to do. Well, I, don't I saw know. him at uh, yeah. in Cherry Creek the other day. I love that you saw him at Cherry Creek. Because I have a – it hits a little bit before your time, and I know, Vote, you obviously weren't paying attention to the nuggets this time. But when I think Andre Miller, the lot, number one lot partner, who do you think, Harrison? Uh, Kmart. I mean, I that's maybe the more accurate answer, but I always think JaVale McGee because for whatever oh, reason, yeah. Andre Miller was the best at throwing the lob before anybody realized it. And so, like, even yeah. JaVale would be like, "Is that to me?" Oh, but it was so perfect that you didn't even have to see it in real time. You just looked up, had enough time to think. Oh, that's to me. Go up and dunk it. Like Andre Miller is the best lob thrower, man. I he mean, so good. Hey, this no name as God comment is a really good point. Everyone's telling us a team needs to bring Carmelo Anthony in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just get the 2004 Nuggets back together. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Kale, I sent you the link to this other piece of uh, news that was tweeted shortly before we got online here. Jamal Murray tweeted out this video. I'm curious to get your guys' take on this. Jamal Murray tweeted out this compilation of all of his post-ups from uh the last time he suited up for the denver nuggets that's a joel this is rush. just a compilation that joel rush tweeted i think and jamal murray kind of tweeted it himself and it's just him posting up what do you guys think about this is this something or nothing <laughs> go ahead adam i mean i i i'm just learning about this i'm gonna say it's nothing other than you know, Murray's been gone for a long time, guys. Like, the thing about the Murray absence is he's a basketball player. His whole life has revolved around basketball. And so much of his – he talked about this at his exit interview. So much of his life over the last bit has been weightlifting and stretching and training and, like, those types of things. And my only assumption, if I – like, as I'm seeing this, it's not that there's a message in this per se. Maybe there is. But it's probably just a, like I, – hey, he's probably – we're close enough to the season that he's starting to get those – I need to yeah. remind people feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too. Look, we've always talked about this, how when we see, you know, Jamal Murray in practice, sometimes these guys will, you know, play like one-on-one just in the post, the guards, Jamal Murray versus Bones Highland versus Monte Morris versus Will, like they'll just play one-on-one in the post. Jamal Murray's got a ridiculous post game. He has an incredibly refined post game that I feel like we don't see enough. Uh, This highlight is a a bit of a reminder of that, but I don't know if we'll see more Jamal Murray in the post next season. Um, He's good there though. Like his footwork's incredible. He's got that fadeaway jumper. Um, 
But yeah, this is a nice reminder of that. I think it might be his favorite part of the game. He loves he loves it. He loves to do the screening. He loves the big guard stuff. And he's yeah. eager to talk about it. Ask him if he used to play center growing up. He'll tell you. <laughs> um, and but for with good reason. And actually on both sides of the ball, right? We, we thought big part of that bubble run was also his post defense as well at times. So this oh, is a yeah. big guard. And also, you know, the, the, not really projecting what Jamal is saying, just thinking about myself. The exciting part about this team at full strength, fellas, is the mismatch potential. Just even just in Gordon MPJ alone, right? I mean, who's who guards who there, right? So you, you run through the whole five, and if Jamal is able to be versatile as a big guard, right? It, there's just all these different. It's just a reminder. This offense has a hundred different ways to bury you, and I'm really excited to see them get back to it. I've said Jamal is much more Kobe than he is Steph. And like Kobe, obviously a great post player as well. Yeah. Um, Jamal has great footwork. Like even Kobe was quick, but he wasn't particularly quick. You know, he wasn't Russell Westbrook or, or something like that. He just was a regular, quick, athletic guy. And I think Jamal's the same way. He beats you with incredible fundamentals, just great footwork. And the post is the best footwork. Like post footwork is prettier than any other type of footwork, in my opinion. I Maybe I'm just biased. I agree. But I, I, no, I agree. Clear. So – I think there's probably a little bit of that. But then the last piece, if we're really putting the tinfoil hats on and connecting dots, whether they connect or not. I One thing he has told us is that he's just stronger than ever because it's all he could do is weight lift, mm. weight, lift, weight lift. And I do wonder if Bully Jamal, if he's feeling like, hey, I'm in these pickup runs and guess where I'm really beating people up inside? Like, get off get mm -hmm. off me, little scrubs. I'm too big now. So we'll mm -hmm. see. Yeah. Oh, we'll I'm see. so excited now. Ooh. <sighs> We're close, man. But I do I do agree with you, Adam. I think part of it is like Jamal just getting really antsy. It's going to be 18 months since he played in an, an NBA game. 18 months. Between Jokic being in Eurobasket and coming in in just great shape and already refined yeah. in like midseason form, and Michael Porter and Jamal Murray ch chomping at the bit to get on the court, and then the excitement of like, you know, Bruce Brown, Eric Gordon, Bonesown. I just I'm starting to buy early season nugget stocks. I don't know if it means anything else other than I kind of am buying the nuggets being good early. It, it's funny, we saw those Rico Hines workouts. We were talking about this behind the scenes, but we saw those Rico Hines workouts, and you're thinking, like, dude, these workouts aren't preparing anybody. Like, come on, man. That's a glorified pickup game. You might as well just be playing some of these other pickup games. But the guys that are in Eurobasket, I don't know how they'll finish the year, but I really think they're gonna come in and be like, wow, everything's so slow. Like I just got done playing right. do or die basketball. Now I'm here playing like, you know, November yeah. basketball, October basketball. Like, come on. Going from playing against Giannis at Star Corita in Belgrade with a world cup birth on the line to playing against like Jalen green and the Rockets on a Tuesday night. A little different. Yeah, and little was, different. What's fun for me is Porter was moving in silence, but we've seen him now. We've seen these videos and you're right. They're not, they're not leagues, but we don't want him in leagues right now, to <laughs> so be honest. Uh, that's just as high the level you want to see. Yeah, so right. He's jumping. That's cool. He's you know, jumping, Jamal, yeah. The Jamal hype is building. He's building his own hype. We've seen him working. He was out with the summer league team. Oh. There's yoke with Team Serbia. But then how about the crew, right, of Davon Reed and Jeff Green and Zeke Naji and what we're hearing? Everyone's working, fellas. And we know they're professional, yeah. but we're seeing it right now. And there is an air of – I, I don't know, man. It just, I think Malone is so, God, he's so good at this. But the quote about just it needing to be game time, essentially, I, yeah. I honestly think everyone is just kicked into gear right now. And I'm really pumped to see this team going. 
<laughs> Just because you said that, Phone, I'm I know we all know what Malone said at his end of year presser, just setting the table for this summer, setting the table for next year. Let's not talk about it. Let's be about championships. I just can't wait for the line he has prepared for his media day oh, presser. Yep. I'm just oh, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be a 10 out of 10. He's probably rehearsing it right now. With I Nathan know. Fielder, he's got a flow chart. <laughs> That's what his offseason is. Is Malone just Malone doing the rehearsal for his media day press conference? Yeah. He's built he's I, I want to see Harrison win the, the like rehearsal version of Harrison <laughs> right. and Bode and me. There's a there's a big bearded, there's a bearded guy with way too much caffeine in his system. Yeah, if if DNVR kills you for not coming to the bar this summer what are you gonna say in right. response? <laughs> so when adam gets upset when you say you're coming this time how do we how do we react that liar oh man all right let's hit a break real quick on the other side big surprise guys but the rest of the nba is sleeping on nicole Jokic what? and the nuggets I never we'll, happened. we'll talk about that, that next never happens Okay, I personally am never drinking again, but I don't think that's true for all of our viewers. If you're thinking about it, think about Breckenridge Brewery. It's the official beer of DNVR. They sell seltzers too. Uh, all that stuff's gonna be sold at the DNVR bar, which is reopening soon. Check out the DNVR Sports Twitter for details. But back to Breck Brew. Supporting our partners is one of the best ways to support us. Breck Brew makes it easy because their stuff's delicious. Uh, check out all of their delicious beers and no matter which kind of beer you're looking for, you can find it with the Breck Beer Locator. Uh, you go to breckbrew.com, look for the Locator tab, and you tell it where you live, which kind of beer you're looking for, and it tells you where to go. That's convenient. Life's all about convenience. Check out Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Let's talk about Ivaca TV. We had a pretty sweet trip to Serbia, fellas. We're going to thank Ivaca TV for that. They're doing a lot of cool stuff for sports fans right now. They've got exclusive content like ours from Serbia. They've got, I don't know if this checks any boxes for you guys, the games, the actual games that no one can watch. You can watch that at Ivaca TV. Get your Colorado sports back. Go to Ivaca.tv slash Colorado 10. That's Ivaca.tv slash Colorado 10. They're filling this thing out. This, this deal is more and more valuable each day. We're doing our part to make sure that if you are partnering up with Ivaca TV, you're not just getting those Nuggets games, you're getting them more. And that's what we're here for. So round out your Nuggets experience with Ivaca. One more time, that's Ivaca.tv slash Colorado 10. All right, beautiful, beautiful. We are back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Harrison Wind, Brendan Vote, Adam Mars somewhere. He'll probably be back. There he is. Guys, one, one thing I love about the NBA offseason is, is rankings, is lists. I also love, love offseason <laughs> surveys. He loves lists. I, I, I love offseason surveys. And um, we had one drop this morning, courtesy of Tim Bontemps over at ESPN, where he pulled 15 NBA coaches, scouts, and executives to hear what they had to say about the upcoming season. Let's just get to question number one uh, right off the bat. Okay. Question number one, who is the best player in the NBA right now? 11 votes for Giannis, three votes for Steph, one vote for LeBron. What do we think about this, guys? <sighs> <laughs> you know what? I love it, man. I love it. 
Me too. Me too. I'm telling you. You know, this is where we should be. This is where not, not just the Nuggets, but us. This is where we should be. I hate the fact that Serbia is now the odds-on favorite to win Eurobasket. It's very ominous to me. I hope they lose the game early so that they can get knocked down and the odds change. But this is the exact same thing, man. Like, the back-to-back MVP didn't get a vote. Like, we gave one to LeBron. We did LeBron one. got a vote. Like, there's one. one vote. Does, does he have to run away with it? No. But can he get a vote? He can't get can a he vote. one vote? Like, maybe. One like, vote. One scout. Can we just get one scout to think Nico is the best player in the NBA? They didn't. They clearly didn't ask. Well, I won't say his name, but never mind. It's it's just ridiculous. But that being said, I gotta say, my guy Bon Temps disappointed. Fifteen people. Like what happened? This is not a survey. I could survey fifteen people and get any type of answers. The fifteen person <laughs> survey. I can't get too upset because it's like he talked to. This could be like. Eight Celtics scouts and seven, <laughs> seven Nick scouts, and we're like, what? Like, oh, that guy N- Nikola Jokic, yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah. he's not in the top three. Yeah. This could be a video Jokovic. coordinator for the freaking Charlotte Hornets, and and like fifteen people. Come on, man. Well, that video coordinator for the Hornets should be fired. Like, <laughs> fire him right now. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I'm with you guys. I kind of like it. I, I want the Nuggets to be underrated. I don't want them to be the front runner. They're they're definitely not, as, yeah. as we'll see in this survey coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah, can Nikola Jokic come out of nowhere to surprise people for a third straight MVP? You know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, All right, let's uh, let's move on to question number two. Who will be the best player in the NBA in five years? I love this, dude. Oh, let's go. Look we had the Giannis, seven votes. Luka Doncic, six votes. Jason Tatum, two votes. So Giannis, you know, the next six years is going to dominate. He, he will absolutely dominate the NBA. He, he could. I mean, that's that's actually on the table, but it's Giannis's world and we're just living in it. Guys, only the, my favorite part about Jokic not being on these lists, he's not on any version, right? So if you go back and you right. do, who will it be yeah. in five years? If you start now and go, who was it the last five? Who will it be next year? He's actually somehow, just non-existent. Somehow the back-to-back MVP doesn't factor into any of these. Um, I have to admit, though, I am a part of this poll, and I did vote for Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How does Jason Tatum get two votes here? How? Because he's only 19, you guys. Like, this is a good good point. He's only waiting until he gets into his prime. Seven years or whatever. Yep. Uh, Giannis will be 32 in five years. Is that right? Best player in the league. Look, that's what this says here. I can't be offended by Giannis. I will say, I did watch this game last week. I think it was, uh, was it EuroLeague or EuroBasket I was watching? What was that league I was watching, guys? It was on like a. Uh, uh I don't know. I don't, I'd rather watch something at uh like I'd rather watch the Rico Hines runs. I don't I don't Yeah, really it wasn't care. the Rico it wasn't as good as the Rico Hines run. But it it wasn't, wasn't it wasn't as good as the Drew League either. I only tune yeah, into America uh, like Pro Am. I only I think, turn into Pro Ams here in the states. We're both there though playing against each other and I my memory is that Jokic stuffed him inside of the basket in the fourth quarter in overtime. But I I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to remember. I don't know, man. I was watching Jamal Crawford go crazy at the Seattle Pro Am. <laughs> That's what I was watching. Uh, we're so petty now. We've be, Serbia has made us more petty. We I know. We, we went to Serbia and yeah. came back like insufferably petty. I can't. I can't we believe really it. Yeah, we're gonna be. We're gonna be the worst this year. Yeah. We like, really if you're did. not from Belgrade or Denver, the show is 
no longer for you. We're like, we're, we, this is basketball diplomacy. We're bringing the world together. Like, no, we're, we're creating a coalition to split the world apart. That's right. That's what we're doing. That's right. All right, let's scroll down to question number three. Love this question as well. Who will be MVP this season? Giannis, five votes. Luca, four votes. Joel Embiid, four votes. Steph Curry, one vote. John Morant, one vote. John Morant, come on. That, that was you, Adam, wasn't it? That was you voting for John Morant. What does it say about Nikola Jogic? Needs a truly extraordinary season to become the first. Hold on, scroll down a little, Kale. Yeah, no the, shit. The first, yeah, he would need a great one to be since Larry Bird. Oh, guys. Oh. <laughs> no, we, we, we've, we've, we've talked about how the Nuggets could have the perfect story. Like, if the Nuggets win a championship, it'd be the perfect story. Us going to Serbia, probably a big part of that, but blah, 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 blah. Jokic becoming the first back-to-back-to-back winner since... Larry freaking bird. It'll that just that is the perfect capper on the perfect story. Also, the best part is like the the first the first like all time grievance people took was when he got comped to Larry Bird, and everyone was like, "Whoa, slow down!" No, no, I got I I gotta Kale, you gotta scroll up real quick because you have to look at the title of this video. You have to look at the title of this video. Scroll up just a tiny bit. Joel <laughs> to win MVP this <laughs> He's due. He's due, you guys. He's due. Oh, my, oh my oh. God. Joel Embiid, due to win MVP this season. Uh, I just love it, man. Uh, I think he's in the conversation right now. He's, in, he's definitely in the conversation for MVP right now. Uh, best rookie in five years, Paolo, Chet, Jaden, Ivy, Keegan, Murray. I don't really care about this one. Do you Jason guys? Taylor. Um, I mean, in five <laughs> years, Chet Holmgren, that'll be his rookie season. So, <laughs> um, which team will Kevin Durant be on the day after the trade? Oh, uh, the NBA, we're this is in order. <laughs> this is in order of questions. Listen, hold on. A this second. is a burning question for I'm this just, season. We made it four basketball questions before we got to the bullshit of the NBA. This is the burning questions, and we're already at where will Kevin Durant be at the trade deadline. My God, this league sucks. Well, just wait, Adam, because question number six. Oh, Which team will Donovan Mitchell be on the day after the trade deadline? God. Timmy's in the club. By the way, look look at the results. 14 and 1. Scroll back up. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Gail at? What's Gail doing? But this? quick note, this survey was conducted prior to the RJ Barrett extension. <laughs> yeah. Important note. 14 people say New York. God, this league is so cringy. I just wish somebody for the hell of it should have just been like uh, Washington, D.C. Well, actually, that's rumored. Somebody, somebody should have been like, I don't know, Portland. Charlotte, Charlotte. And then if they're right, it's crazy. I will say we kept being like, how is ESPN not covering this World Cup qualifier with Jokic and Giannis? But if they were, you know the headline would have been like, Jokic and Giannis. Could they team up? Like, first, Giannis, free agent in two years. Like, could happen. Yeah, where would they team up would be the question. Milwaukee or Denver? (laughs) Where should they team up? All right, let's keep scrolling here. We get back into some uh, actual NBA talk here. Which team had the best offseason? Guys, the Celtics. They're coming in strong here. Six votes for the Celtics. Philly, Utah, Atlanta. 
the Clippers, the Knicks, the Kings, the Wizards. Good for the. I gotta say, I don't, I don't mind this one because so much this offseason in particular was so much about guys coming back to teams they were already on, not just Denver, but like Clippers and other teams. So the Celtics, they did get a little bit better. Philly got a little bit better. Wait, Utah. I love I love Utah on. having the best off season. What? Yeah, they they'll be the worst team in the NBA next year. Yeah, the Jazz. I like. I get that they cashed in, like they got a great return, but winning a rebuild is just being like the best loser. Like, uh, it's so dumb. The way we, I, I'm telling you, man, it's not that it's not wrong. Rebuilds are important, but the way we glorify, like Minnesota, didn't make the list. You know what I mean? Like the right. team, is- right. right? One team got better. One team got worse. Shout out the second team. One team got the four-time defensive player of the year, and the other one got future draft picks. Right. And they're like the future draft picks. Well, I just, I, I get it. I totally get it. But it's they like this is dumb. Yeah. Uh, very dumb indeed. Uh, scrolling down to question number eight: Which team had the worst offseason? And guys, the Denver Nuggets appear on this list. The worst offseason? Somebody voted for the Nuggets to have what? That they had the worst offseason. Yes. What? Someone likes Will Barton more than I do. What is it that they thought? What? <laughs> Who did Denver lose? Will Barton, Monte Morris. I'll tell you exactly what the thinking was here. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what the thinking Break was. Break it down. There's this narrative out there that the Nuggets made that deal with the Wizards to save money. Mm-hmm. And also the Jermichael Green deal to save money. But that, that narrative was put out there by some people on Twitter, and it just kind of stuck. Even though it's not true, it's not true at all. They're in the luxury tax. like They're going to be paying it. They they're like the fourth or fifth most expensive roster in the NBA. Yeah. They extended KCP. Um, uh, but yeah. I think that's where this is probably coming from. I mean, you can't look at these moves and you know say what? they were bad moves. Here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. All of this stuff, it's a snake eating its own tail. ESPN is a snake eating its own tail. Because guess what? Jokic is going to have the best year. Maybe Denver's a top seed. And somehow the roster will be used against him for MVP. Like, well, he can't be. There's too much help. But then you look at yeah. it, they, but they had a – one of the worst off seasons at wait, what? Like none of these wires make like connect properly. They all cross that Denver somehow got worse, but Yoke's going to have too much help. It's going to happen. Yeah. Also what happened to Charlotte to give them the worst off season that like well, one of their good players well, got a felony uh, assault charge. Well, yeah. But I mean, Hey, that counts. That's still uh, that is a, bad I, I guess that is pretty shitty. That's, That's like, really it's pretty shitty, shitty, man. That's shitty for your team. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Brooklyn Nets. I mean, they actually had a pretty good off season. I think it's so funny that the, <laughs> the vibes in Brooklyn are down so bad that like getting their players back and they're still like, yeah, but it's, it's bad. Yeah. Um, I haven't even looked at these next couple questions. What was the most surprising move of the off season? Yeah. Rudy Gobert to Minnesota. That was pretty surprising. James Harden taking a pay cut. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Tim Bontemps, out the club. I love Tim Bontemps. He's out the club. What the hell is this? Who did, Who's answering these questions? Like, this is the thing is when you say we surveyed scouts or whatever, I think everybody just assumes these are basketball geniuses. Sometimes it's not, guys. This, sometimes it's just like the owner's nephew. 
is like this is who we interviewed and somebody that's saying james harden take a pay cut i'm sorry man this is james harden's agent probably or <laughs> billy's scout uh, no it's um it's like uh <laughs> it's sean marks that's who said james harden taking a pay cut. <laughs> it's the most surprising move of the offseason uh okay question 10 probably the most important question of the whole survey who wins the east finals the west finals and the nba finals and guys i'm happy to report that your favorite for the 2023 NBA championship is the Los Angeles Clippers. I, I, I feel Congrats great. Congrats to them. Congrats to the Clippers. This makes me feel better. <laughs> it does make me feel better. Bucks up there. A lot of Bucks respect. Um, hey, look, we can't overlook it. Denver did get a vote. And honestly, that's more than I expected. I did not expect them to get a vote. So I, I'm trying to trace back. Who is the guy that voted the Nuggets to win a title, but they didn't? He didn't vote for any of the other Nuggets things, like Jokic winning MVP or whatever. So, or best player in the league. It, mm-hmm. It's interesting to think about that. Yeah, it's probably Tim yeah. Connolly, but we don't have to dwell. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Who knows? We're not saying it, but it might be. Clippers, Bucks, Celtics, Warriors. Hey, I'll be honest. That's probably my four favorites. But are the Clippers, should the Clippers be that big of a favorite? Eight no. votes to three votes. But the thing about these is it doesn't necessarily indicate the gap in people. Like that, it, when people vote like this, that someone, that eight people picked the Clippers, they could have very narrowly picked the Clippers. It right, doesn't right, necessarily right. represent a gap in thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It's just oh, like man. the Clippers have done nothing. You know, they got to one conference finals. Kawhi Leonard didn't even play, you know, in that series. I don't believe it was just Paul George and like a, a scrap crew guys. It, it's like if if you want the if you need to see it with the Nuggets first, don't you need to see it with the Clippers as well? <sighs> what I, I'm not, I'm just not going to get upset about it. Like I'm just not. I I think the Nuggets are honestly. I'm I'm really becoming optimistic about their chances this year, but I'm getting optimistic about them as underdogs, not as favorites. And so mm-hmm. then there this survey more or less reflects how I feel about the season, with the exception of some of the teams that get elevated and some of the players, a la Jason Tatum, to me are so far away from being at the level that Jokic is that it's laughable. But whatever. Those things the, I'm I'm joking that I care. Oh yeah. Also the th- I don't blame anyone on the outside not wanting to hitch their wagon to Murray and Porter's return, particularly Porter. So much is contingent upon a a big health question that does feel more germane to this team than others because of the precarious nature, particularly of one injury. So I get it, but I do think they are, you know, right. This is right where I feel comfortable with. I'm fine. I'm fine. Go ahead and talk about the Clippers all season. We can get excited about the Nuggets in this little club here. Uh, and I, I'm I'm fine with this, honestly. Vote. Can I get your your like? Who who would you have as your top four in the West here? If you if Tim Bontemps called you and he asked you in for, the West, yeah. If he asked you for your picks, I mean, I think Clippers, Warriors, Suns, Nuggets, in some order are easily the the best four teams in in the West. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I mean. I, again, there are so many good teams there that I get someone looking at Denver and taking the almost built-in reasoning of we don't know. You know, it makes right. sense. But I do agree with you. I do agree with you, Wind, on on the small little kernel of it's funny how that does just get granted to the Clippers. 
And so, again, you guys know how I feel about this. Give me that conference finals matchup. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I would probably put the Warriors one just because they won the championship. I think they did get a little worse this offseason, but just the pedigree, you know what Steph's going to bring, Clay Thompson's health. I, I would just pencil in the Warriors one. I, I just would. That, that would be my answer to this. But I think the Nuggets could be too. All right, let's hit another break. On the other side, Eurobasket tips off tomorrow morning, Thursday morning. Serbia plays on Friday. That's their first game. We're going to preview it uh, for you on the other side. Well, when you're not in Serbia, the offseason can get a little dry. You start complaining about lists. Luckily for the Denver Broncos fans out there, the wait's almost over. Our new football season's about to begin. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Have you heard of it? You should. It's America's top-rated sportsbook and an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game. You get $200 in free bets instantly. If you want more action on opening night, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. If the team that you bet on to win gets up seven points at any point in the game, you win even if they lose. Pretty easy. That's why they call it a uh, a can't-miss offer, a no-brainer, if you will. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DNVR, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Official sports betting partner of the NFL. And there you go. You must be 21 or older. Colorado only new uh, one per customer. $200 issued as eight $25 free bets. Restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We back? We're back. Oh, wait. Did I? Nope. I only did one read. I was going to say, it sounded like we, one We read. can't possibly be back. No, we're not. We're not. Sorry. We're not back. It's, we're not it's back. been a long week for me. Uh, let's talk about game time because game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports concerts and shows. If you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat, you never thought you could, you have two options. You can get game time or you can hang out with dev. You won't find a better deal this season. Uh, then uh, this one right here at game time. If you love DNVR, you'll love this app. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Ticket purchases made by clicking through the link in the description. Check out Game Time, our new partner, our new friends. Now we're back. All right, we are back here on the DMVR Nuggets podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, Use the code DMVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Harrison Wynn, Brendan Vote, Adam Mars coming to you on a Wednesday. Guys, tomorrow, tomorrow, Eurobasket 2023 starts. Serbia will try to get the gold medal as well as Slovenia. Shout out Slovenia too. But can we're we going to be doing real uh, quick. I think you got a super chat you want to hit Harrison before we forget it. I'm, I always oh, yeah, forget yeah, these yeah. when I'm hosting yeah. these. So I'm just trying to help out. I forget. Sure. Yeah. Let's hit the super chat. William Mitchell chimes in. Need a Warriors versus Nuggets Western Conference Finals just to see Suns fans cry about being the new Utah Jazz. Yo, I love I've, it. Said this before, shout out William Mitchell. I believe we picked him up in that opening first round series. Still a homie, still hanging out with the Nuggets fans. So we see you. Shout William. out, William. clearly a Warriors fan, but we'll forgive it. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah we, shouts to the homie. Hey, but he does paint a very vivid picture here. Like when we talk about brightest timelines, yeah, when your team gets relegated to the team that was never quite that good, that that's a bummer. 
And if it, that happens to the Phoenix Suns, I would not mind if history told the story of the Phoenix Suns as, no, nah, they, they, they just happened. They were, they were there. I mean, a little blip. Nah, they were, yeah. they were good. They were good yeah. guys. They, they were, were they, they had some nice players. They're the footnote. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, tomorrow, Eurobasket starts Serbia and Slovenia. Niko Jokic and Vlako Chanchar, the two Nuggets players playing. Uh, they'll try to bring home gold for uh, their countries. Let me go over just some basics, get it, you guys and everybody ready for Eurobasket. Then we'll dive into the odds. And, you know, there's also odds for uh, top point score. I know. I, I just noticed that. It's freaking yeah. awesome. I love so, it. So we'll look at that as well as, you know, the odds to win the whole thing. But, uh, I'm Serbia, Slovenia. Today, by the way, I'm going to place a few okay. of these. I can't wait. Nice, nice. Um, Serbia, Slovenia. Those are the two teams to know uh, for Nuggets fans. Obviously, Niko Jokic for Serbia, Vlako Chanchar for Slovenia. Um, each team plays five games over seven days in group play, which is ridiculous. There's two sets of back to back that each team plays so play tough. five games in seven days man um against the rest of your group uh serbia's group netherlands czech republic finland israel poland i mean serbia is definitely going to go undefeated in that group i would can, think well can i tell you something you just went through those like this happens in the world cup it happens for everything for all sports but there's always a group of death and there's always the easy one serbia they got lucky man look at this thing Czech Republic, Poland. Who do you know off the top of your head who's the best of those teams? I'm guessing it would be Czech. I mean, I don't know. Israel? I mean, you just look at the players that are on those teams. Finland. Um, you've got – who do you have on Finland? Markinen. There's not a uh, – Lowry Markinen, is he Finnish? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've, got, you've got Markinen. Um does the Czech Republic has somebody? They've got uh, Vic Krejci from the Thunder. Jan Vesely. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jan former Vesely. Nugget great. Help us out in the chat, Serbia. I know some um, of you are watching. I think, it's, I think it's Czech. I'm, it's probably Czech. Yeah. Poland doesn't really have anybody. Israel has Denny Avdia. But, you know, it's a bunch of nothing. Serbia will breeze through they this should. group. Absolutely they breeze should. through this group. Uh, and then Slovenia, they are in Group J. They, uh, they're in a, a tougher group. Germany. Um, oh, wait. Do you have that pulled up, Kale? Yeah, Germany. Slovenia here. Germany, Hungary, Lithuania, Bosnia, yeah. and France. This That's is the group. group of death. That's the group That's of death. Group. France and Lithuania are two of the top teams. Slovenia will be. Oh, Slovenia. So Slovenia. Too. Slovenia. So, and Slovenia. And then mm -hmm. poor Bosnia, man, is like, man, because that's, you know, should have some talent as well. And they're down there. That one, that's tough. That's brutal. Yeah. That's brutal. Even Germany with Franz Wagner, Dennis Schroeder, like, that's a good team as well. So, you Slovenia's honestly give Group D, Lithuania, and Bosnia, and it would only make those two groups equal. Like, you could give them two yeah. teams, two of the good teams, and it would equal them out. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be tough for Slovenia to advance. But like I said, they play five games over seven days. Um, the top, I think it's four teams from each group advance or, or top three teams. I think it's top four teams. Um, but if you just look at the lines, like Serbia's first game is Friday against the Netherlands. Serbia is a minus 23 point favorite. It's oh, the man. biggest line of any of the opening games. 
I think it's perfect. I honestly think it's perfect. I mean, you do wish that you would have one tune-up game before elimination. Like, it will be difficult to go from snoozers to, like, an actual tough one. That'll be a hard transition. But when you talk about how little time you've had to gel and all these different things, like, and then you talk about back-to-backs being sprinkled out and through this tournament, it will be nice that Serbia should be able to take care of business, learn some things about themselves, and be somewhat rested before the elimination round. And a sneaky storyline is if Serbia wins their group and Greece wins their group, they'll be placed on opposite sides of the bracket. So there's a world out there where Serbia and Greece could be on a collision course for a rematch in Berlin for uh, Eurobasket gold. Serbia, Slovenia, or Serbia, Greece would be my ultimate favorite way for this to break. I would be so fun. Ivaka. I hear Berlin's nice that time of year. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have to fly out there for the gold medal game? I mean, kind of do. I mean, (laughs) uh, but yeah, let's look at the odds here real quick. Let's pull those up because Serbia is the favorite for gold plus 380. Uh, They are the favorite. Greece plus 400, France plus 400, Slovenia plus 400 as well. So this, um, yeah, Adam and I talked about this yesterday. This has to be now that we've talked about it more. A lot of that has to reflect the how easy their group is, right? I would imagine not just that they're a lot to get through, right. but also that they maybe don't have to literally hurt themselves getting there. You know, so I, I think maybe mm-hmm. that's a big part of it. Like Lithuania is a good team, but their odds, and same with Slovenia, but their odds of getting out of pool play are just a little bit lower, or right. not lower about getting out because they'll likely all get out. But they might be a four seed entering. So they might have to play the top team from another one right away, and you just have the hardest path. So I think that definitely factors in pretty heavily to why Serbia is the favorite. I don't think they're the favorite. Once you get to the elimination round, these things might change. The odds might change. Mm. But they're just so likely to be the one seed. Yeah, if you just look at, like, France's roster. France is stacked. Like, just check out some of these names. Rudy Gobert, Evan Fournier, Teo Maladon, Luau Cabarro. Um, like those are just the NBA guys they have. Then they've got like Vincent Poirier, Elia Kobo, Yabaselli. They are stacked. Uh, France's um, Greece. Yabicelli. We know who's on Greece. name in forever. First team all. Yeah, out. he's he's been in Europe. Um, Lithuania, Sabonis, Valanciunas, Germany, Schroeder, Wagner, Daniel Tice. Um, like that group is just ridiculous. And um, yeah, I mean, Serbia, Greece, France, Slovenia. I mean, that's a big, there's a big drop off from those guys into the next favorite, which is Lithuania. So um, th- those four, all all you could say are, you know, in position to to get the gold. Yeah. Uh, if you if you go down further, Spain plus 1400. Spain's team is actually pretty hilarious, you guys. It's like Wancho, Billy Hernan Gomez, Usman Garuba, and Rudy Fernandez, who's somehow still playing. Amazing. Yeah. And then you keep going down. Italy, who just lost Gallinari. Uh, Germany, plus 1,800. They're not getting a lot of love. And then Croatia, who... Croatia has some you know names as well. They've got Saric, Bogdanovic, Zubats, uh, but one of the long shots, too. Uh, yeah. Huh, they seem a little bit lower than I would have expected, but okay. Yeah, me too. 
And then if you go to the odds for top point scorer, this is this is where it gets really interesting. The favorite to lead Eurobasket in points, Luka Doncic plus 250. Then it's Giannis plus 300. Then Nikola Jokic plus 400. Doncic, Giannis, then Jokic. This is in is that raw order. points win or, or points points per game. I'm <laughs> it's funny. There's like no um there's no definitive wording on DraftKings. I'm guessing total points. If it's total points, that makes a lot of sense to me because just based off what little I've seen of the way these teams play, yeah. Jokic is managed a little differently. That um, seems like what the comments are saying too. But I, I also points, think Serbia points. might have more garbage time than anyone. Like they're they're twenty three point favorites. Is Jokic going to play the the fourth shift? Like I don't. Yeah, know sure. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, I will say though, equally as interesting. Am I getting ahead? Are you going to the next award here or the next thing? No, that's all I've got. Uh, odds to win it and then top point score. So interesting to me on DraftKings, you have the MVP for MVP. And Jokic is number one there oh. too, although albeit he's tied. Jokic, Doncic, Giannis, all plus 400. And then after that, you've got Fournier, Micic, Dragic. Like I I could be wrong because it could go to Lithuania. Like if Lithuania wins this one, and maybe if France wins it, you could see like a Gobert sneaking in there. Um but those three guys, to me, like if one of those three teams leave, wins, which is pretty likely, pretty, pretty good odds, yeah. them winning it makes sense, or at least being competitive and going deep. But plus 400 Jokic here, of all the bets, of all of the bets in this entire thing, that one might be my favorite one. Is Jokic going to be the best player in Eurobasket, and is it going to be noticeable? I think you have to not only win your pool, but you probably have to go pretty deep. I don't know how they award this one, but that's the bet I think I might take. Jokic MVP. Yeah, like I wonder if you have to be on the winning team to win MVP of Eurobasket. Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at the history. I just laid it down. Jokic MVP. I put a little little action on it. You yeah, know what? I think I think I like Giannis as top point scorer, though. I don't see top point scorer. You must have got that one where I didn't. Yeah, I have that one here. See, it's funny because I don't have MVP here. That's crazy that but I have top point score. Can I parlay Jokic MVPs here? Can I just You probably could parlay it. You probably Oh, oh I, I also ready. have I also have rebounds leader and assist leader. I, I have that one. Those are the ones I do have. And yeah. and I wouldn't touch these because these ones are total. So you got Rudy Gobert as the number one. He probably will. Yeah. Gobble up yeah. all those rebounds. That's no stupid money. where he hits the ball off of the rim. That's stupid. I don't that one. <laughs> And then assist leader is the funniest one to me because you have Luka, number one, Nick Kalathis, number two, Jokic, number three. Guys, Jokic had zero assists in this last game. I right. I think that this is an easy Luka bet. That would be my opinion, but, you know, what do I know? Well, he's the heavy favorite. He's plus 120. Nick Kalathis, second at plus 500. So, yeah, that's that's Luka's to lose. Now, Bulgaria, Spain, huh? That's the first game, 530 in the morning. Whew. Yeah, that's yeah. early Thursday morning. Uh Serbia Lithuania, doesn't play until Friday. Lithuania, yeah. Slovenia is at Thursday at nine in the morning. Woo boy, let's yeah. go. That's a good opener. And then, yeah, Serbia opener. opens against the Netherlands, who I looked up and down the Netherlands roster, guys. I don't know anybody on that team. I've never heard of anybody on that roster. Uh, they're one of the worst teams in the field. Serbia is a minus 23 point favorite. Uh, that game is Friday. And we're doing a winner's lounge after that game, right? 
doing a winner's lounge so we uh we'll just be just 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 living just living in vibes in that winner's lounge i'm sure can't wait man can't wait yeah. um, you guys got anything else before we head out of here yeah dude i want to while we're doing this obviously we're going to some of us more than others dipping our toes into expanding more about how into the international game we are we're going to try to cover it here at dnvr nuggets the the nuggets serbian corner shows not 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 just the segments but the shows with miroslav and voya definitely make sure you're watching those these are guys who have a ton of insight a lot of background when they talk about this team coming at it from a different perspective than us so make sure you check out those shows as well they should be happening over the weekends whenever we're not live and so nugget serbia podcast as well they got their own podcast the nugget serbia well. podcast as well of course check it out we watched it the other day for 10 minutes and we didn't understand anything except for every now and then they would say adam Mares. We'd be like, good or bad? We don't know. We know they're talking shit, though. We know. I just assume. I see you, Voya. I see you. I see you. All right. That's all we got for today. Press that like button. Subscribe if you haven't. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Talk to you guys then.